0: Welcome to the May Contain Wine Podcast, brought to you by Wine, Women, and Wellbeing. I'm your host, Lisa Webb, and together we're going to get to know incredible women doing all kinds of interesting things. So grab a glass and get ready to be inspired by the amazing women in our global community. Hello, everyone. Today, I am talking to Jasmine Ancona, who is a wife a mother of one amazing little girl and the founder of the Mom Market Collective, Inc. Jasmine's passion for helping others has inspired her to help other entrepreneurs reach for and achieve their dreams through the Mom Market's pop-up vendor market experience. The Mom Market provides one-of-a-kind markets unlike any other focused on bringing communities together, which is exactly our jam. Jasmine and her family recently moved across the country and are loved seeing the mom market support and offer the communities to thrive with so many businesses coast to coast in Canada. Hello, Jasmine. How are you?
1: Good. How are you? Welcome. Welcome.
0: Thank you for chatting (laughs) with me.
1: Thank you for having me. (laughs) Um,
0: I feel like we have so many things in common and so much to talk about that I don't even know where I want to start, but basically... Tell me what sparked you to start the mom market.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, what sparked the interest was really a want and a need to connect with other women in my community. So, my husband and I had moved back to his hometown where he was from. So, of course, he knew everyone and their brother. And you know, we walked yeah. through the grocery store, he'd know everyone. And I didn't know a soul. So, I was like, okay, I need to meet some other moms. We had recently just had our daughters. So we had a newborn. Um, and I was like, okay, I need to make some mom friends. So, had this idea to throw a market, like a mom-to-mom sale almost, um, with some small businesses and that sort of thing to just really connect with others in the community. And it was so fun that it was like, okay, let's do another one and another one and another one and then it's really beca- became like a passion project right because when you're able to make these amazing connections and friendships with others who are like-minded which is incredible but also then seeing those small businesses thrive and get traffic that they had never gotten before or being exposed um in amazing opportunities that they wouldn't have had otherwise and also just you know for shoppers being able to explore and find small shops that they didn't even know exist was so exciting so then it just grew and it grew and Now, you know, we're coast to coast, like you said, and it just keeps growing from there. (laughs) Love it. Obviously
0: some similarities there. Um, I think that when you, when you're doing what you feel like you need and you know that others then need that, it just like total heart centered entrepreneur. So we can relate to each other in that way. Absolutely. And so this is what I want to ask you about, because a lot of people often ask me this, and I know that some people are probably thinking, okay, she started this market. She saw that it was successful. It was lighting her up that so that you wanted more and more and more. And it's one thing to figure it out for yourself in your own city where you were living, because you were there, you were boots on the ground, you were figuring it all out. But when you decided to go to another city and you decided to start having branches and
1: expand outside of where you were actually living, how did you do that? Can you walk us through that part? Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, the first one, it was, it was meant to be a one-off, you know, market. That was, it was never meant to grow or to be anything originally. Um, but there was so much interest from the community that it was hard to say no, right? When everyone's like, well, this is great. When's the next one? Where is the next one? You're kind of like, okay, I guess there is a next one. <laughs> the next one, the next one. Um, and all of our growth has actually happened organically. I've only ever actually put out an ad to hire for one location that's, that's it um and that was recently so uh, until then it was all organic and it's all been either shoppers or vendors who have experienced the mom market themselves have loved it and have wanted to bring that into their own communities where they live so that expansion has actually never been um the the focus of the mom market it is just something that's happened naturally from people enjoying what we provide okay and so i so... think I, the, the biggest thing for people i think is if you're loving what you're doing and you're projecting, you know, that that passion I think people really appreciate that and wanted and then you know the growth happens and believe in manifestation so if you put it out there write it down you know it's it's gonna happen for you you know it you know it
0: Um, so besides geographically evolving how has the collective evolved from that very first market that you had to what the markets look like
1: now Yes. So they are drastically different. I mean, that first market, the venue is hideous. I love to be the first one to tell you that it was ugly. Um, but I mean, it was packed full. We were shoulder to shoulder, right? Like you could barely walk around. Um, uh, so it's really, I mean, for me, I'm a big people person. I love people. I love seeing other people, you know, be successful and thrive and be happy. And that makes me happy. Right. Um, seeing that. So that passion kind of drove me to go, okay, like let's revisit what this looks like. It doesn't need to be basic. It doesn't need to be a market, you know, where people do a loop and they're in and out. Like let's make this something where the community can really come together. And especially over COVID, that's something that we've all just needed so badly. Like so badly to be able to connect Mm -hmm. with others in person, we missed a lot of that over the past few years. So, kind of sat back and said, "Okay, this is a true experience, right? What do people love when they walk away from their markets?" And the feedback over and over and over again is that sense of community that we have, both between our shoppers and our vendors, and bringing the two together. So, we took a step back and said, "Okay, what does that look like? How can we make it better for people?" And now we provide a true experience where you want to come and spend the whole day. So, yes, of course, we have our amazing market with our incredible small shops that we you know support that are there but at the same time we want to bring in you know food we bring in like music we bring in entertainment for the kids so that you can truly spend the whole day with us and spend time getting to know those small shops too right there's no rush there's no like okay gotta be in and out there's nothing else to do you can truly come spend the day with us get to know your community connect with others and there's something for everyone which is exciting because at the beginning it was all moms, but now there's something for everybody. We have, you know, mom market dads that work for us now, which (laughs) who would have thought back in the day. So it's really, really exciting.
0: (laughs) So good. So it's like an experience that you can like, you're looking for something to do on a Saturday. You can take the whole family basically.
1: Absolutely. For sure. Definitely.
0: (laughs) So what is your favorite part? Not necessarily of the events themselves, but what is your favorite part of being the top mom, we'll say, of like <laughs> running <top> this.
1: Like, <laughs> the- sure, I run the mom market, but for mm-hmm. me, I see it as a very um, cohesive group of people that work together towards the same vision, right? And. I couldn't do it on my own right like you said I'm boots on the ground where I live but I'm not boots on the ground in you know BC or in you know Ontario I mean I used to be not anymore right so for me there's a lot of trust in the people that I work with right because we all are working towards that same vision and that same goal and all have that same sort of passion um so that is really important um, that you're you're all kind of working together, right? And that you've got that ability to all project that same experience across the board, right? Mm-hmm. And your,
0: so your favorite of the whole thing, what do you love doing best?
1: what do I love doing best is mingling with people at the market. (laughs) That's my favorite. I love just talking to everybody, just hearing the extrovert. Yeah, exactly. I love hearing their stories for the small shops of how they started and why they do what they do. There's so much inspiration there, which is really, really exciting. Um, And also talking to the community and what that means to them to support local, right? And then on a work perspective, it's really seeing my market directors thrive and grow. You know, a lot of them when they start, many of them have small shops, right? And it's small and it's little and they're just starting out and then over the course of that exposure and that experience really just seeing them develop into these amazing amazing entrepreneurs is just the most incredible thing and I mean like we talked about before when we first spoke like seeing those small shops that start with us and you know maybe we're their very first market they've never done a market before and maybe you know they're not sure what their shop's going to do if they're going to continue and then a year down the road seeing them go full-time with it and they're completely like you know immersed in the experience and it's amazing all so, well, fast really yeah. I love <laughs> um so through this experience
0: of running the mom market and your entrepreneurial Journey because a lot of the women in our community who listen are entrepreneurs um mm-hmm. what are some unexpected challenges that you've had along the way
1: well there's always a challenge every day is interesting right (laughs) so i say i would say it keeps you on your toes for sure some unexpected challenges would definitely have been COVID for sure was like the biggest thing that threw us for a loop a hundred percent um i mean the mom market started just before the pandemic hit so there was never you know that thought that that would happen and then when that first lockdown happened it was kind of like a decision point like does it sit on the back burner and wait to see what happens or do you make the decision to push through and just keep moving forward? And thank goodness we did push forward because there were so many small shops that truly depended on our markets throughout, you know, mm-hmm. the pandemic. There was nowhere else where they could go to sell their products or to be able to connect with their community or really thrive in any way because, I mean, online is is difficult when people can't touch and feel products, right, or see them anyways, <laughs> which you could really smell anything or taste anything but you can see it and feel it at least right um so that was i would say the biggest hurdle for sure was just learning to adapt right and then through that there were constant changes constant you know different measures and everything so it was like every week there was something where it was like okay we're going to make it it's going to be okay <laughs> like let's take a vaccine and take a look at how we can work through this so i would say that that definitely built some thick skin for sure and also a lot of perseverance. And I mean, for any business, if you can make it through that, I think you can really make it through everything, but you have to be um, creative and patient all at once (laughs) to get through those (laughs) trials and tribulations.
0: (laughs) And what have those trials and tribulations taught you about yourself? Do you think?
1: Um, I would say that they've taught me that I'm very persistent. I'm not the kind of person that backs down, right? When I've got an idea in my mind, like it is happening. Like we are going to make it work. There's no way around it. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I will make it happen. Um, and it's also taught me how strong the community is. Right? Like, guess me, I'm a persistent person. I'm energetic. I'm passionate. You know, I, I don't say no. Right. But at the same time, it's really taught me like how much I depend on all of those people in my community. Right. Without them, there wouldn't have been the support for the mom market to continue. And without them, we may not have made it. Right. Because you really learn to lean on each other. And, you know, there's days where you're talking to a small shop and you can just vent and like, you're both going through the same thing. And it's nice to have that sense of community. And it's so important to be able to have those others that you can lean on because you need that in small business, even as an entrepreneur. Yes, you have your idea and you want to do it all, but you need to be able to have others that you can relate to and just you know, get it out there and brainstorm and come up with ideas. Like you need to have that back and forth. I find it's really important.
0: Absolutely. We cannot do it all on our own. That is for no. sure. <laughs>
1: No, takes a village. Yes, one hundred (laughs) percent.
0: It takes a village and then some. Um,
1: Absolutely,
0: a village in a vineyard, perhaps.
1: Yes, I agree.
0: (laughs) Um, Okay, so if there's someone listening, or even for the moms in your community, in your that go to your markets, or someone who's starting out their business and they they have this idea, they have this passion, they're ready to bring it out into the world. What advice would you give them as an entrepreneur?
1: Don't give up. Yeah, don't give up. There's gonna be like, yeah, there's gonna be hard days for sure. There's gonna be sleepless nights. There's gonna be mornings where you're up, you know, before the sun and you're gonna have moments where you're like, am I doing the right thing? And you are. Like as long as you have this idea and you're passionate about it, like go for it. Like really don't let anything stand in your way because there are going to be ups and downs. And a lot of small businesses, I find they hit that first hurdle and they're like, Oh, this is hard. I'm not going to do it. But do you know what? There's always going to be hurdles. You get over that hurdle and you climb the hill and then do you know what? The next hurdle isn't so bad. <laughs> and then you just keep climbing. Right. And it gets easier over time, but you just have to persevere. And I would say it's that first year, that first year is the hardest because you have no idea what you're doing. None of us did that first year, right? Mm -mm. So you just have to get through it. And then you can sit back and reflect and go, okay, now I have a vision. Here's how I can perfect that. And then just keep going from there and really to tell other people about what your vision is, right. And what your goals are and what your missions are. If you don't share that with other people, they're never going to get on board, right? And they're not gonna know to support you because they don't even know what they're supporting, right? So go and like scream it from the rooftops. Everybody you meet, like give them your business card, tell them who you are, tell them what you do, you know, bring your products with you, right? Like come smell my candle. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> put it so? in front of people. <laughs> exactly, literally, right? Like, what's the worst they can say is no, right? Exactly. Like, just, just go for it and don't give up.
0: <laughs> I love that answer. And I love that you talk about hurdles because it's something that I feel like sometimes, especially like social media has a way of not necessarily, well, maybe yes, necessarily. Social media has a way of, because oftentimes we only show the good things and we show our successes that people think, well, it's so easy for them. And then they try and do something and they fail and they find that they feel like a failure because everyone else seems to be doing so well and here they are struggling. And as you and I know, as entrepreneurs, there is always failure and that's how we grow. And that's Absolutely. how we learn lessons. And that is an opportunity for growth and change. So you said like, get to the hurdle and then know that things are going to get better. Once you get over the hurdle, is Absolutely. there, um, something that you might be able to share with us? That was a tough lesson to learn along your journey
1: oh a tough lesson to learn for sure is that I mean without the bad you don't know what the good is for sure <laughs> I would say probably like the toughest thing since the pandemic for us was that we had a venue that actually burnt down at the beginning of this year um mm. and it was like just traumatizing we had a ton of vendors who were on a two-day two-day market um had their stuff there overnight and the venue <sighs> burnt to the ground no. and it was just the most heartbreaking experience one because they work so hard for everything that they make and what they do. And I mean that is like their livelihood Mm -hmm. right there, you know, which turned to ash. Plus for my market directors um, for their market, I mean, they put so much energy and so much effort and just so much love into what they do. So to make that phone call at like two in the morning and say, I can't believe what I'm getting messages about, like because it was vendors who had seen it first. And luckily I was up and awake and I'm, you know, a night owl and posting reels at 2 a.m. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> so so People to see it. But I would say that was the biggest hurdle this year. And what we've learned from that is truly community. Um, and I, I know I keep going back to community, but without them to lean on, it would have been a lot harder to get through because we were able to raise funds for, you know, those vendors that were, that lost everything during the fire. We were able to find a support system. My market directors and I were able to lean on each other. You know, there were a lot of tears shed, mm-hmm, <laughs> sad moments. But do you know what? We came back stronger. That community is stronger than ever. I just went to their market in October. And I mean, it was just, it was like just so busy. It was just incredible to see everybody back together. And also many of those vendors that were part of that fire come back even stronger than before, you know, and see their small shops thriving and all their products are back. And, you know, their booths are full of people buying from them. And it's like, okay, we can get through it. <laughs> Right. Like there's always going to be something thrown at you. I mean, whoever in a million years would have thought that would happen, not me, right? I never thought I'd be oh. making that call. But things shit hits the fan sometimes, and you just have it to does. learn to like go with the flow and get through it. <laughs> yeah.
0: There's definitely going to be moments where you want to give up. And then the yeah. most beautiful thing, I think, is when you look back and you think, thank God I didn't.
1: Yeah. A hundred percent. Right. Yeah, exactly. That was one of those moments where we're all in tears and we're like, oh my gosh, what do we do from here, right? And it's like, okay, you get your cry out, you like de-stress and then you've got to get your composure and go okay now what do I do to move forward right how do we get past that how do we make it better how I mean that's not anything that you can fix right but you can come together and get stronger together and honestly it creates a stronger bond at the end of the day really you know when you persevere through those things I, I find it just not that it makes you tougher but it makes you understand how strong you are to get over those obstacles
0: mm-hmm.
1: okay I have some
0: wine women and well-being rapid-fire questions are you ready <laughs> If you could sit down and share a glass of wine with one woman living or dead, who would you want to sit down for a conversation with? Oh my gosh, that's
1: a hard one. I don't know. I know, right? (laughs) I would say, hmm, probably it would have to be my husband's Nona. She passed away recently, but she was like the wisest woman ever. You could sit there and listen to her stories all day long and every time you learn something and take it away. And it was like just the best life lessons. So I would oh, say that. I love that.
0: that's a beautiful <laughs> answer. What is your personal go-to well-being or self-care practice?
1: Um, so for me, it's actually like, I am one of those people who is busy, busy, busy 24 seven. I never stop, Right. So this year I actually decided to to do something for self-care so growing up I always horseback road like my whole life and then you know when you move out I stopped and then my daughter started riding about a year ago And we both just like share passion for animals and everything and she just took to it she was like a natural so watching her I was like okay I gotta start doing this again like this it's just a love that never goes away so I started recently getting back into it and I've been riding and it's like you know just that happy place where you go phones off you know there's no emails there's no calls there's no Nothing and you just get to like just take time with you, but it's also we're creating experiences together at the same time and sharing that love and passion of something together.
0: That is so cool. My daughter started riding last year and they both love it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you just became like the coolest mom ever because I feel like I can only imagine their faces if they saw me get on a horse, which I have not done oh because God. I don't know how. <laughs> um, but <laughs> if they had a mom who rode, that would be like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. She's so
1: cool. You know, what? it's so cool to be able to do it together. You know, like I rode, my mom rode, like they're, you know, in our family, that's it's kind of a thing, right? So watching my daughter get on a horse for the first time, she was just a natural. She was never scared, this tiny little thing on this giant horse. And yeah. she rode into the sunset, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it was amazing. But for me, it had not be like... I don't know, between 15 and 20 years since I've taken a lesson. So I didn't know if I was going to be like a beginner, if I'd hop on and thank God it was like riding a bike. And I got on and I was like, okay, we're good. It's like, I never got off. Perfect. (laughs) It was okay.
0: What is your favorite book or podcast recommendation?
1: Okay. So my favorite book, I love reading things by the Dalai Lama. That's my, those are my favorite things, um, to read. There's one, it's called a profound mind, which I really like. And it's probably one that I go back to all the time. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I believe in like manifestation, like energy, all that kind of stuff. And i just really like his mindset, you know, and it's a lot about the energy that you project is what comes back to you. And I'm a big believer in that I'm a very, you know, positive person. Um, and I do truly think that, you know, by helping others and by putting that out there, it all comes, you know, back to you 10 times. Right. And really having that selfless want to help people, because a lot of the time in business, people are thinking about financials. You know, that's like their bottom line. That's that's their only thought. Like, how am I going to make ends meet? How am I going to pay my mortgage? Like, I need to sell this much. But when you think about that, I've, I don't think you're going to be successful. Like if that's that's your end goal, you're not going to get anywhere. But if you think about the bigger picture and go, how can I help my community and how can I help others? And how can I provide service to someone else? The rest comes with it. And I think as an adult, I think you get that mind shift at some point, you hit that maturity level where you're like services is, is what makes you good, right? Is when you give to others. So I really like his stuff. <laughs> Absolutely. And I love that
0: messaging because service can be so many things. It looks so yeah. different. If you love doing taxes then doing other people's taxes is of service. You're doing right, what you love. With joy. I don't want to do my taxes. Me, please. neither, sister. <laughs> me <laughs> neither. <laughs> what does sisterhood mean to you?
1: Sisterhood means to me, it's like really that strong bond of someone who just gets you, No matter what, they get you in your good and your bad and your, you know, made up days, your ones where you're in your pajamas, right? And there's just that sense of companionship and that ability to just, you know, share, be yourself, right? No matter what. And you've got that trust in people that, you know, they can do the same back with you.
0: And last one, what advice would you give to your 16 year old self?
1: I would say that you're able to do anything and that whatever you want to do when you're 16 is probably not what you're going to end up doing when you're 36, right? Um, And that the, the most exciting thing about life is that at any point, you can decide that you want to do something different. You're never stuck. There's never a day. And I mean, I know a lot of people feel stuck in life, right? Because they get into a routine, they get into a habit and they're, they get used to a certain type of lifestyle, good or bad. Right. And they go, well, this is, this is all I can do. Right. I'm, I'm doing all that I can do. But at the end of the day, tomorrow you can wake up and go, I made for more than this. Right. Like I have so much potential and so everybody has like an an unending amount of potential, right? Like Mm -hmm. everybody you know, we've all got equal amounts of energy here. We're all made from little stars, like go out and shine. And tomorrow, if if you're like, okay, today's the day I heard that. And I I don't like where my life is. And tomorrow wake up and do something about it, right? Like change that. You don't have to do the same thing forever. You don't have to do the same job forever. You can be 45 and decide that you want to do something different and it's okay. And if that's what brings you joy and brings you happiness, you need to just move in that direction.
0: (laughs) I love that messaging. I love that you are one of those people who it just exudes out of you that you love (laughs) what you are doing. So and we could hear it in your voice, all of the things. So thank you so much. Tell us where to find you. Where can everyone find their local market? (laughs)
1: absolutely so you can follow us on instagram if you search the mom market underscore the main account will come up as well as all of our 27 locations so you can search for what's closest to you also if you're looking for where to shop where to vent, head to our website it's the mommarketco.com and you'll find all of our locations and upcoming markets on there as well thank you so much jasmine thank you for having me bye bye
0: thanks for listening friends if you like what you've heard, subscribe and recommend us to a friend. Head to winewomenwellbeing.com to find out more about what our community is all about and reach out to us on social media. We'd love to connect. Until next time, stay classy, stay kind.